Welcome back to the Caps On Sports Podcast. I don't know what Nick is doing, but <laughs> my name is Tyler Blumenstick, joined by Sam Meehan, Anthony Meno, and Nick Tobias. It's right before the NFL championship round of the playoffs. We have the Tampa Bay Bucks visiting the Green Bay Packers. That's a three o'clock game on Sunday. Um, our next game is going to be the Buffalo Bills visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. That's at 640 on Sunday. I'm excited. Are you guys excited? What's going on here? Super excited. Some would say I'm ecstatic. I'm ready to see Josh Allen. That's all that matters. Oh, Josh, yeah. Allen, Josh Allen or the chance to win for the Super Bowl or a chance to get to the Super Bowl. That's all I'm that's all I'm about. This is true. Um, quick little tidbit I noticed before the game or before we started recording this. The Kansas City Chiefs at seven and ten against the spread of the is the only team that um has a negative record against the spread this year. So Take that for what you will. The Buffalo Bills are 12 and 6, but we'll get to that later. Um, let's start with the three o'clock game on Sunday. The Tampa Bay Bucks at the Green Bay Packers. The line opened at Green Bay minus four. It's now Green Bay minus three, and the total is 51 and a half. Anybody want to kick us off here? Uh so yes. Um, a big part of this resurgence for the uh for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense after the little like midseason struggles is their ability to get those deep, like over the over the top plays uh, of recent weeks, you know, you're seeing it all the time. When it's like whether it's Scott, whether it's uh, whether it's Scotty Miller, Mike Evans, any of these guys, it doesn't matter who it is. They're getting a lot of those plays over the top, and what we're seeing more of from Green Bay recently, when they met the first time, they could not get pressure on Brady whatsoever. But that pass rush has improved, especially as of late and this postseason. Their one postseason game, and if they can keep Tom Brady and that offense to not as many explosive plays. Like they're going to have those, like those quick throws like this and that pressure's not going to really affect that. It's can they keep them from getting those big plays, which I think they will be, or can slow them down enough. Um, So, you know, I don't know if we're going right off picks right off the bat, but I do kind of like green Bay in this, uh, in this game early on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I mean, listen, I, I think Green Bay minus three here is kind of uh, – I don't want to jinx it, so I'm not going to say don't you Don't you say it. So I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> so home field advantage has really meant much for any teams throughout this season, but you got to figure that Lambeau in January in sub-30-degree weather against a team that plays in the warmth all year, like you got to figure that home field advantage is is there. Um, I guess really the only person on the Buccaneers who's accustomed to playing in the cold is Brady when he was playing in New England. Uh, but everybody else, do they know what it's like to play in the cold? I don't know. Um, last week against the – okay, well, Tampa Bay has only won two games against teams with uh, above – well, with winning records. They won last week against the the, uh, the Saints, and they won week six, I believe uh, – or not week six. Well, they won during the year against the Packers too. Um, mm-hmm. But last week against the – uh, the New Orleans Saints, Tom Brady did throw t- three touchdowns, but those three touchdowns only resulted from a total of 63-yard drives because of the field position that they were granted uh, by Drew Brees throwing three interceptions pretty much throughout the game. Um, so Tampa is one of the most blitzing teams in the league. They have the third highest blitzing percentage, uh, but Aaron Rodgers has the third highest PFF grade against pass rush this year. It just kind of feels like Aaron Rodgers is year this year. Um, it looks like he's clicking on all cylinders and last week against the best defense in the league. How did that work out? Mm-hmm. 
I, I just think Green Bay minus three here is is great, and I think it's great value because I think it's definitely more than a field goal. Um, I I just really love Green Bay here and what Aaron Rodgers has done continuously throughout the year. It's not even just been one game. It's been continuously continuously throughout the year. He's arguably the, the front runner for the MVP. Um, he's thrown 48 touchdowns, five interceptions, which almost gets you to a 10 touchdown to one internet rate, uh, internet uh, interception ratio. <laughs> it, I mean, it's the Aaron Rodgers show where their defense shows up. Jair Alexander is legit. You have Zadarius and Preston Smith who are legit. And I think it's pretty good. I think this game's going to be won or lost within probably the first quarter. Um, I'm not impressed with what I've seen out of Tom Brady and the Bucks to start games this year. I feel like they don't necessarily fall behind. I mean, they have in certain games, like the game where they got blown out by the Saints in prime time. Regardless, they got blown out the entire game. However, they start off slow. And if you look on the other side of the football with Aaron Rodgers and that Packers offense, they, they get going and they get going early. They know what they want to do. They execute. They have a guy in Devontae Adams that they can turn to. And that connection between Rodgers and Adams is perfect. Um, Tanyan is a huge part of that offense. Um, Lazard. Um, who's your third string? M- MVS. MVS. Um, his name slipped my mind. Um, I just feel like the Packers are going to get out early. You mentioned Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones is a star. <laughs> Well, because they run whoever they want back there. Like, you can put Jones back there. You can put Jamal Williams. You can put A.J. Dillon. And that offense and that running game is going to be exactly the same no matter what. Obviously, Jones is the best out of the trio. But, like, some might argue A.J. Dillon. Some might. Some might. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers minus three here. I also like the over. It's 51 and a half. I think somebody's getting to 30. And the other team that doesn't get to 30 is going to get at least 20. Um, that puts us right around the total. I'm looking at like a 30 to maybe like 23 game, 30 to 24 kind of game here. And I like the Packers to cover. So before, so. before you go, Mano, I'm going to comment on the over for this game. The over is a perfect six and oh, in Green Bay's last six mm-hmm. home playoff games. Last six playoff games, the over is six and oh. Yep. For Green for Bay. The Packers. For the Packers. Huh. If you think about it, you expect Aaron Rodgers to throw like three touchdowns. That's 21 points. You Especially assume- this version of Aaron Rodgers, where he exactly. is Nick. Nick, you called it debatable. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's debatable at this point. I think he's the MVP, right? Yeah, no. Um, and I think the betting odds would 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 you know? Well, the betting odds do agree with that. But so uh, you guys, I, I mean, you guys are all picking the Packers here. I'm picking the Packers too, just to preface this. But are you guys concerned at all that when these two teams played in Week Six, the final score is 38-10? Nick, I know you mentioned it in passing, but. This is like the only bad game that uh, that Aaron Rodgers had all year. 16 yeah. for 35, 160 yards, and two picks. Um, and Green Bay scored – or not Green Bay, excuse me. Tampa Bay scored 28 points in the second half. Nick, to your, uh, stick to your point, start slow, zero in the first. They went on a 28-point outburst unanswered. And that really – they, they actually finished with 38, uh, 38, 38 unanswered. points, it was, yeah. It was 10-0 early mm-hmm. on for Green Bay. You're right, 38, un, 38 unanswered points. I, yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't even – it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable, though, because I feel like mm-hmm. you looking back to week six, like I think, yeah, that's what you said, right? It was week six mm-hmm. or week five. Regardless, like it's early in the year, and I feel like Tampa Bay started slow and like didn't really know what to do. I know they ended up winning the game, but like there was no consistency with that Tampa offense. Rodgers, like you said, it was the only bad game, and I would like to chalk it up to that, literally saying it's just an mm-hmm. anomaly. Um but, yeah, it makes me feel comfortable knowing that that game started 10 nothing exactly the way I just predicted this one to start because I feel like mm-hmm. 
kind of going to be similar, but yeah. Listen, I, 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 don't I, think, I don't think a regular season game means that much when you're talking mm-hmm. about two two quarterbacks that have been around as long as Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. The regular mm-hmm. season don't matter. It's the playoffs. Um, so, I mean, you saw it last week with Tampa Bay and, and the Saints. You know, the Saints were up 2-0 and on them all year. Uh, lucky number three. And I'm sure Rodgers and those guys, you know, they know exactly what they did wrong in that first matchup and have okay. probably probably been working on that since then, like thinking, mm-hmm. oh, this there's a very good chance we meet these guys in the postseason. Right. So they kind of they'll know better how to attack them, and it, it should be a, it should be a, a great battle between. Two I mean, good we teams, saw but. it. The Buccaneers are in this situation now because they had to beat a team that blew the doors off them twice in the year. So if you think mm-hmm. that the Buccaneers did it twice and Packers can do it once, you know, especially with. MVP level caliber Aaron Rodgers. So, Nick, you had a point. No, 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 no. I mean, I was just. I mean, I don't really think it really means that much of a difference. I, I have no point. I just think Aaron Rodgers is a stud, um, and, and I think he's going to throw at least three or four touchdowns. And it's going to be cold. And Green Bay's built for this. Like Green Bay's built different. Like I said before, I just feel like this is Aaron Rodgers' year. Um, it's it's just hard not to look at this team and be like, eh. I, w- I mean, the only point I was going to make is I think Green Bay's defense has come a long way since they were in the beginning of the year, um, especially mm-hmm. get- since getting torched by the Minnesota Vikings with Dalvin Cook running, I think, 200 total yards or something like that. Um, ever since then, it, it, you know, this defense has kind of buckled up, uh, you know, played decently against the run. Their secondary is pretty good. Um, and all you- I mean, considering all the weapons that uh, Tampa Bay has, I don't really think it really makes that much of a difference because, like, I think Sam was talking about the dink and dunk game uh, from Tampa Bay. I think that's really all they do. They try to take the top off every once in a while. Um, mm-hmm. But Tom Brady is more of this this short pass, short intermediate, you know, five, ten yards deep, and, and hopefully you find the open man. Right. They have the personnel there to, to really kind of do whatever they want um, offensively, and I don't know what their game plan is going to be coming into this game, right? But, like, they, I, I think they're comfortable with, you know – Devonte Adams being like that number one wide receiver, obviously, and then taking MVS and Alan Lazard, like you said, stick and kind of putting them all over the field and putting the defense in questionable situations and keeping them moving in motion. So they're never really on their feet uh, or so they're never really comfortable on their feet. Um, I, I think it's, I think this is going to have uh, the, the makeups for a really close game, really good game. But like I said earlier, I'm taking Packers minus three here. Mm. Ready? Oh, dude, give me Green Bay, bro. I'm sorry. Sweep Packers sweep across pa- the board in the playoffs. Packers sweep in an NFC Championship game. Dude, I mean, you just think about oh, like man. even if it snows. I think I'm it's, nervous. I think it's gonna be like 25 <laughs> degrees in Lambeau. Just imagine if it snows. There's bro. a 50. There's a 50 percent chance of uh of precipitation at kickoff. I love these it. are I famous last words of people that have lost millions of dollars mm-hmm. betting against Tom Brady. So, oh yeah, um, no, I, I'm a scared. <laughs> Don't not get me wrong, but listen, I'm not scared. I, I, I think it, it, is, it seems like it's, this is Rogers' year. My, my thing is like I, I can't argue the greatness that Tom Brady is, but <laughs> I forgot I forgot what I was watching. If it was ESPN, if I saw it on Twitter or something, but it just feel feels like Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Brady. Yes, Brady knows how to win football games and, and whatever. But it just kind of feels like Aaron Rodgers has more physical talent, um, athletic ability, and mm-hmm. it just seems like Aaron Rodgers is a superior quarterback. Again, yeah. t- take just away all like, the winning and the Super a, Bowl a, championships, and uh, that's it. From a physical standpoint, a pure like bas- uh, basketball, pure football, like this dude is probably the most gifted quarterback we have. But Tom Brady is probably the best. I think is a is a fair way to 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 split it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever. 
good on the Packers. Yeah, next game. Next right. game yeah, I mean, listen, I can go on and on about the Packers, but uh, <laughs> yeah. we'll be here all night. Book the ticket, Packers in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think, listen, I'll book the ticket right now. I I do think the Packers win the championship this year. I Granted, if they play the Kansas City or the Bills, I don't think the Packers are losing this year. Aaron's here? Hope so. Uh-huh. He deserves another one. He really does. He does. Discount mm-hmm. double check, baby. Their their general manager that like drafted him and brought in a lot of the talent that's on the team now like passed away today. So if that's extra motivation, if you need like that last little kick, maybe they're playing for that guy, or they're they're probably going to play for that guy. So the, the tragedy lock. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a not tra- a tragedy lock. It's just it's their general manager. The, emo- the emotional lock. All right. <laughs> Move on. Alrighty, um, 6.40 p.m. on Sunday, we have the Buffalo Bills visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. The line is Chiefs minus three. It's what it opened at. Um, it fluctuated a little bit. I believe it went down to Chiefs minus two and a half, and then it went back up to three. Um, total set at 54. It came up at um, 40, or 54 and a half. Big storyline with this one. Patrick Mahomes um, was out of the game with a concussion last time. He's questionable to play He's this playing. year. He's going to play, or this week, he's going to play. You can't say he's going to play because we don't really know if he's going to. Okay, that is fair. He's going to play. He's he gonna told play. me he's going to play. Rewind, he rewind, 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 rewind. I think from a concussion standpoint, I think he's okay. The fact that he's practicing and took most of the first team reps, and I think it was mostly individual drills, like still within pro- like concussion protocol, right? But the fact that he's doing that and ramping up seems to me, like he's going to play. But I'm not concerned about the concussion as much as I'm concerned about the the toe injury because those seem minor, but, like, you ask dudes, like, that played with these mm-hmm. toe injuries. Like, like Sterling Shepard, I, I, I don't know if it was this year or last year, but it's, like, six games with turf toe, and you're looking at it, you're like, it's just his toe, but, like, that shit matters, you know? So it takes a decent chunk of their playbook out if he's uncomfortable moving around the pocket or uncomfortable moving out of the pocket. I mean, it's interesting to look at. Go, Nick. That's, Sorry. That's such a big part of his game, too. Like, mm-hmm. it's, those, it's those plays where he gets out of the pocket and kind of makes his own makes his own play. Like, it's not having that ability or not having, you know, his peak ability there is going to really affect that offense. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's Patrick Mahomes' athleticism that has made him already one of the best quarterbacks that has ever played in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um and you know you limit you limit a mobile quarterback's mobility. I mean, us as Giants fans, like Daniel Jones isn't really a mobile quarterback, but he could do it. And when he doesn't no, he have that, he's a mobile, very mobile quarterback. Okay, but when he does, when he went out with that hand, Fast, he's faster back. than Lamar Jackson. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> but when you see you know a quarterback that that obviously when being mobile is part of your game, mm-hmm. you take that away at least even fifty percent. What are you? I mean, granted, again, Patrick Mahomes is, is is a great quarterback. He's got the arm strength. Um, he's got he's got the accuracy. He's got the mind. It, it, I, no, we can't argue that. But I mean, for me, I think the value here is Bill's money line. I think the value here in this pick is Bill's money line. I think Kansas City, if they win this game, it's going to be by way over a field goal. I don't think it's close, but I think Buffalo has enough to keep it close. And again, I think the value is on their money line. Do I think that's the way it's going to go? I'm not commenting on that. I think they have a chance, especially if you have an 85%, 75% Patrick Mahomes. 
if you, we've seen the offense in Kansas City be inconsistent at times. I mean, I think they scored on seven straight drives against Cleveland, and they only scored like 19 points. I mean, 19 points is 19 points, but when you're going up against the Bills, who also have an offensive juggernaut, it's possible. Um, we've seen Stephon Diggs catch for, you know, have over 100 receiving yards. I think in like nine out of however many games he's played, he's surpassed 130 yards in like four or five games. You you make that guy break one loose for 75 yards, that's it. Better you have something to say? It looks like you have something to say. Yeah, no, I just just in thinking about this game, I, I I would love for the Bills to win this game, right? I as as a fan, I don't like seeing repeat winners as championships, right? Just from a a, a taste of like I want to see something different. If a team wins more than once, like the Chiefs could do, or like the Lakers could do in the NBA, or like you know whoever, it's boring. Um, it, or like the Astros in, in baseball that are constantly there. Like, yeah, it's a testament to how they're built and how like good they are. But like, as a fan, like, I just want to see other, I want to see other guys, other stories, etc. Um, That said, I don't think, I don't think Josh Allen has, um, I don't think it's his time yet. I think Pat Mahomes, even at 90%, 85% is better than a decent chunk of, I, I, if not all quarterbacks in this league. Um, So I don't think that plays I think it's going to play a huge role, but I don't think Josh Allen's there yet. I want to see one so, more year. Like I want to see, I want to see him in there in the playoffs, but I don't think he gets it done. I, I think or so. Like in, week, the Super Bowl. in week six, these two teams played uh, Kansas city won 26 to 17. Mm-hmm. Um, and Josh Allen completed 52% of his passes, passes and the offense only had a total of 206 yards. And Josh Allen had a 22. Huh? Josh Allen threw for 122 yards, two touchdowns two, and a pick. Out of the if, 200. If I, rem, if I remember correctly, that was a rescheduled game on a thir- on a Tuesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty I sure it was in the rain. I think they're going to be a little more – yeah, it was windy and rainy. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be a slightly more prepared for the AFC championship. <laughs> I I think, you know, uh, I'm no expert on whole, that. But um, I love the Bills here. Let me tell you why. Um, well, I shouldn't say love the Bills. I kind of like the Bills, <laughs> mm. <laughs> but and it's not it's not because of like Josh Allen that whole offense. It's the way this defense has come in, has come and really stepped up these past probably four or five weeks. That's what we thought this team was coming into the season. We're like, oh, this is going to be a top tier defense, and maybe Josh Allen won't fuck up too much, and we can win some games. Turns out it was the opposite, and Josh Allen was like for a while, you know, MVP candidate, and had an incredible season. I think he proved most of his doubters wrong. I mean, I, know, I still have no one doubter very well, but he's an idiot. So, um, but the way the offense they're going to score, the KC defense is, you know, it's solid. It's solid, but I think the way the Bills have been playing recently, they're getting pressure. They're causing they're causing turnovers, and that's going to be huge, especially for a KC team that this entire season, not just of late has struggled to hold big leads. We saw it against Tampa. They're up 21 nothing before he can blink. They won that game by three. You saw it against Miami like later in the season where they were up huge and won the game by, like, what, five or six? Mm-hmm. And even in this Cleveland game, they were up by they're up by double digits, and then, like, Cleveland got back in the game. Granted, you know, Mahomes going out hurt that, but they were Cleveland was well back in that game before Mahomes went out. That's my main concern with KC and – you can't do that with a Bills team that, you know, they're probably not going to jump out to that big league against, against this uh, 
Buffalo team. And if they struggle later in the game, then I love the Valley and Buffalo money line. Um, if it, if it moves to three and a half or four, I especially love the Bills. Um, I think it's going to be like one of those games where it's a late game field goal to win from either side. Mm. All righty. Um, I don't agree with the Bills take here. I I look back to this week six game and you, you mentioned that it was in the rain. It was bad weather. It was windy, whatever it was. I remember that it was inclement weather for sure. And the Buffalo Bills only ran the ball. Um, it looks like. Whatever well, number you say times for 42 yards. That's Singletary what they're going to do again. Huh? That's what they're going to do again. What? They're going to run, run the ball, the ball maybe, maybe 15 times. Okay, and that's what I'm saying here is when you hold these two teams held, like you hold them equal, I would say the Bills defense and the Chiefs defense are both like run-of-the-mill, a little bit above average talent-wise, but they have the potential to make big plays. And both teams have done that, and that's why they're in the positions that they are now. However, I just feel like when you look at the coaching edge, let's break this down. Coaching edge, I take Andy Reid over McDermott. Then – you move to the quarterback battle. I take Mahomes. I take a hurt Mahomes over Josh Allen. Wide receiver one, I give you Tyreek over Stephon Diggs. Then you go uh, tight end matchup. I give you Kelsey over Dawson Knox. Running back battle, like the Bills don't even have, like they have Singletary, but they don't even have any run game whatsoever. This, this is going to hold Josh Allen accountable and make him make the throws. And yes, he's gotten it done, but they've had a volume passing game where he's got to hit these big plays. I think you didn't mention Devontae Freeman. Sorry. What's that? You didn't mention Devontae Freeman for the Buffalo Bills. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You can't be messing X factors (laughs) around here. (laughs) Practice squad X factors. Oh my good. Mark my words. Now now that now that you're saying this, this game's gonna come down to like a Devontae Freeman touchdown. Fine. (laughs) That'd be funny. (laughs) That'd be hysterical. I think the difference maker in this game, and we've seen him do it before, it's a very unlikely guy. But I think it's uh, Sorensen, safety for the Chiefs. I think he is going to keep Stephon Diggs in check. Daniel Sorensen. Daniel Sorensen. And, he, I mean, it's a cop-out to pick Tyran Matthew. But I, Daniel Sorensen is that guy that is kind of like a Swiss Army knife. He'll support the run. He'll support it over the top. He'll jump around. He'll make a pick. He'll make a big play. I think his football IQ is a huge part of his game. And shadowing Stephon Diggs on those big plays is going to be a big difference Diggs is a lot faster and a lot more talented but i think his iq coupled with the way that they uh scheme that defense i think he'll be good so Lawrence i, I want to stepped out last year in the playoffs too mm-hmm. oh sorry go he's ahead, a big man. play guy no I, I just i just had a quick note on source and he he just popped out last year in the mm-hmm. in the playoffs like he was a really solid like right place right time even this past week when he was going you know head to head with rashad higgins and forcing that ball out even if it was targeting or you know say what you want about the rule the rules the rules so he made he made a good play on the other dude's head but like he was just going for a tackle either way he was in the right place at the right time but i i, I agree i think he's a, he's a high iq player i think he's you know going to be in the right spots to kind of limit digs and, and cole beasley well okay so i i think this game actually kind of mimics what buffalo the the, the game buffalo played last week against baltimore um you talk what you talk about when the, the the lack of a rushing game for the Buffalo Bills, it's not there, regardless of who's around the ball, whether it's I know there's an injured Zach Moss isn't playing, but whether it's Zach Moss, Singletary, or Freeman, they're not they're not gonna get a much of a run game. So now you become one dimensional, right? So you become one dimensional. Safety's further down the field. 
you become one dimensional and then that results in the Buffalo offense only scoring 10 points last week, 10 points. Do you think that's going to withstand again? Okay. Granted the, the Baltimore defense is definitely better than the chiefs defense, but even putting up 20, even putting up 14, 20 points, that's not enough to beat the, the Kansas city chiefs. The Kansas city chiefs has the ability to put up 45 on your face. Like it's nothing. Um, obviously if they're clicking and, and that's that, but the Kansas city chiefs are going to get Clyde Edwards to back. You have Le- Le'Veon Bell, who's a stud. Um, Damian Williams, who is a very serviceable utility band, which how? I don't know. I think Damian's out. I think we got Daryl Williams. Oh, like it matters because you could plug him in there and he'd still be getting like 15 touches for 100 yards, total yards. It's ridiculous. Travis Kelsey catches, gets like eight catches for 100 yards every game. Tyree Kill only needs his one catch for 90 yards and that's a touchdown. I mean, you can't question that. I think Kansas City is a is a championship pedigree team, and I think Kansas City should win the football game. And I'm going to if I'm going spread, I'm going to take Kansas City. But like I said, well, like I said at the beginning, and Sam was saying too, the, the money line for Buffalo. If you want to like try your 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 luck and try to make a couple extra bucks, Buffalo money line I think is where it's at. But if you want to play your money safe, I can't go against the defending Super Bowl champions who are clearly the better team here. And you're going to give me a field goal at home. <laughs> I wouldn't say clearly the better team. I mean, come on. I feel like when you get the Chiefs from this key number of three and closer to a pick them and into underdog territory, you don't say no. You don't do it. You just don't. Like rule of thumb. You can't. The, the I, I can't. I can't doubt Andy Reid his play calling ability. And I think that's another point where Kansas city's offense is, is such a step ahead of Buffalo's offense. I mean, I've seen Kansas city run these sets where they have six people running across in the backfield at the same time, where it's Kelsey Hardman, Tyreek Hill, Le'Veon Bell, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, all running mishmash in the backfield. What the hell is going on? I don't know. Defense doesn't know either. He could pass to any one of those and they'll take it to the house. I mean, the creativity that the enemy has on the offensive side, I mean, that's going to get him a job someday, whether it's this year or next year as a head coach, but, but the creativity that he has, the creativity that, that Andy Reid has, the ability that Patrick Mahomes has to give this offense so many different options, whether he's healthy, whether he's 85%, whether he's 50%, he doesn't have to run to make the plays. You have three people running in the backfield. It doesn't matter. That's my rant. Alrighty. Did everybody make a pick? Are we all on Kansas? Well, Sam, Sammy, what are you taking? Took the Bills. And everybody else is on Kansas City. Looks yeah. that way. Yeah, I gotta take Kansas. I'm not. If I have to pick a total, I actually think this is gonna be an under game. I don't think it's gonna be a high score. I, I do like there. that. I think it's gonna be a big chess match, and I think uh, you know Sean McDermott is gonna is gonna be trying to like play a little chess here, and I think Gainer is gonna be like, oh, I'll raise you chess. Here comes my rook all the way across the board. And then it's going to be like, oh, well, here comes my knight. And then here comes the queen. And then here comes this. And then next thing you know, it's the third quarter. It's 10 to 7. It's like, what, what's going on here? Yeah. Big I, I believe on, uh, on, Caps, on on our website, capsonsports.com, I got to, you know. Oh, way to plug that. Way to plug yeah, that. way to plug. Quick plug. Yeah. Plug it right in there. Quick plug. Um, there was an article written by uh, by uh, by Ron Zach Bile about the, uh, the, the growth and um development of josh allen and he he had a line in there i don't know it verbatim but it was really highlighting the wide receivers that they've brought on john ross stefan diggs cole Beasley. john brown Hi- sorry john, john brown, brown. what i say john ross john ross one day they had jaron they had jaron brown on uh on the bills too right it had both yes it had john and yeah. jaron 
Or no, no, okay. no, no. I'm sorry. I think that was Baltimore one year had John and Jaron. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. Anyways, Baltimore. anyways, <laughs> John, John Brown, Cole Beasley, Stephon Diggs, really high IQ guys, and they all bring their own skill set. And kudos to to um, Dable, their offensive coordinator, for identifying those guys, getting them comfortable in roles, and really using them to to bring out the most in Josh Allen. It's it's really been interesting to see, and he's moving on to. Um, where did he just get hired from? I just lost it. Was it Jacksonville? No, they hired Urban Meyer. I just lost oh, my train sorry. of thought. Anyways, Ugh. anyways, I just wanted to transition Brian Dable's hiring into the idea that, that Eric Bieniemy, like you said, Nick, should probably have a job either in this cycle, next cycle, last cycle. He should be on some team sidelines coaching the entire shebang. That's that's it right there. So I guess I guess that, that wraps us up. Actually, I I have so, I have one more closing thought. Give me a prop um, bet, Sam. Well, I'm gonna get into that after this yeah, last little right. point. Actually, I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna say we should do some props because you gotta do props for the Super Bowl. All right, and I'm including uh, national anthem time in that if we can Ooh. find if we can find a line. Um, but in the past 15 years, don't know how many times the defending champ reached the Super Bowl the next year. Is it or over the past 50 years? 15. Is it zero? It's one. Nope. And can you guess who it was? Tom Brady. It was New England Patriots. Tom Brady. And so this whole like, oh, you can't bet against the champs is a load of shit. So mm. I'm looking at what the teams have done this year and recently, and I like the Bills more. So now let's get into some props, fellas. Mm. I won both my props last week. I think I had over yards for uh, MVS and I had over receptions for Stefan Diggs. Humble brag. Yeah, humble brag, you know. Yeah, yeah. Tell how it is. Tell yeah, how. Gotta, it is. T- gotta tell them how it is. So mm-hmm. we're gonna, we're gonna start in that uh in that uh AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go over thirty three and a half rushing yards for Jack Allen. Oh, thirty three and a half. Thirty three and a half. That's pretty low, I would say. Yeah, no, I mean he's good for um like probably seven to nine like carries a game like that they designed for him, and then it's just a broken place too if he can scramble out. Seems like a low total. And um, due to the Bills' lack of, uh, you know, guarding tight ends sometimes, looking more to- for that from that Colts game than last week, go over 96.5 for Travis Kelsey. Which is crazy. Which is Saving crazy that, is that a, you're that taking is, it over like that on a tight that end. That is an absurd line, but I think he's going hit, to hit, hit triple digits. I mean, I took, over, I took over 87.5 for him last week, and I was like, why am I doing this? And then he gets like 106. Okay. Yeah, it's it's absurd. <laughs> and also I'm realizing now that I, when I was talking about National Anthem, I'm thinking of uh, Super Bowl. But yeah. either way, and then over 31 and a half yards for Marquez Valdez Scantling, and that'll be my three props for this weekend. I'm gonna give the thing is, that's, one, that's probably one catch for MVS. It probably is one catch for 83 yards and a tutty. You know, I exactly. missed like a plus 710 uh, same game parlay <laughs> last week just because he didn't score a touchdown. Rodgers overthrew him on the goal line. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's Better. tough. I mean, okay, so I mean, I'm going to get two props, one for each game, and I'm just going to do anytime touchdown scores because uh, I like doing that. Um, like I'll that. start, I'll go NFC Championship, Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Um, I'm going to take Gronk to score a touchdown, anytime touchdown. I, I think uh, Tom Brady goes to his go to receiver in the red zone um, because why not? I mean, it's going to be cold and you're going to want a guy who's reliable who you're not going to catch. Um, so I'm going to take Gronk in the do, first do game. You have anytime odds for that? No, I don't because I'm just plus 240. 
Okay, I, I like that plus two forty. And then Can my anytime touchdown score before for you Buff- move on. Okay, sorry. Before you move on, real quick, just the, the thing with the the thing with Gronk. Like, if you're gonna bet on Gronk, like bet on that dude in prime time and playoff games. Like, right? Exactly. Like, he's, he's not gonna catch a touchdown on one o'clock in the nope. middle of you know whatever month. He's gonna catch a touchdown right now. I like NFC that bet. Championship in Lambo while it's snowing. I mean, come on, dude. That's does not yeah. scream Tom Brady that and Rob Gronk. Screams Tom yeah, Brady and Gronk. Sure. <laughs> and then it cuts to you know whatever and them doing it. Where it went in the Patriots, yeah, it'll show the last they time they were playing kill. a championship game together, mm-hmm. and then you see the same thing. Well, mm-hmm. you mean you just match him up against a, a, a tight end, he's beating a tight end, he's beating yep. a, a cornerback any day of the week. Okay, second game, Buffalo at Kansas City, anytime touchdown store. I'm gonna go with actually Josh Allen because I think you, you get the ball on the, the one, the two yard line, um, on the goal yeah, line. The, the, the Buffalo Bills don't have a big bodied running back to put in the backfield. They don't trust Devin Singletary. That's why they gave the they gave the starting role to Zach Moss. Um, you have a newly a new guy with Devontae Freeman. Josh Allen's a huge guy. All he's got to do is go like this across the one yard line, and that's it. Um, or you take him on a naked bootleg out the right. Come on, I I, I like Josh Allen that second game. Nick, do you want to guess what the odds are on that? Uh, plus four fifty. Uh, plus one thirty. Wow. For any time, yeah. I'm going to piggyback off of your little trend there and the same reasoning. And I'm going to go with Tom Brady anytime plus 430. Love wow. It. I feel like Tommy Buckets gets one, huh? That when you QB that, sneak. That it's is the one Tom yard Brady. QB sneak. That is Tom Brady's like. Card, Especially like, in the playoffs. Because he just wants to put the team on his mm-hmm. back and say, all right, we're scoring a touchdown right here. That's it. This is getting in the mm-hmm. end zone. I'm going to do it myself. Slaps the center on the side of the ass and he goes. It's going to happen. <laughs> I'm telling you. Hey, I'll stay in that on. game. And I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers over 283 and a half passing yards. I think he gets to 300. Like, it's a high number, and it's not easy to do. But I think he'll be able to do it. I mean, I want to see the stats on. Before you move on from that game, what are the odds for Devontae Adams' first touchdown score? Because apparently that Oh, that's right. It's 500. Plus 500. I... (laughs) I feel like I have to do what, it. What's his any time? Is any time? It's, it's like minus a, 170. He's minus yeah. 170. <laughs> My goodness. You almost got to take the value on the first and hope that's the one that hits. Yeah. It's hitting like it's hitting like the past three or four or games. Or take him like, like over one and a half or something. It's their game script. It has to be. I mean, And the fact on, that he's the best him. wide receiver they have. Why do you not feed him? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, give me that. Okay. Sorry, stick. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm good. Those are, those are my two props there. Oh, Just I also I don't I wanted to look for it, but I want to take Cam Brates over because I assumed it would be around like 25, 30 yards, and they use him a couple times a game. I like that to go over. Um Lazard is at 46 and a half. That's interesting. Give me that, dude. Yeah, I don't oh, know. I love Lazard. I'm not gonna harp on these, but I think this is gonna be a, an offensive game, especially on the Packers side. So ride those props. Man, are you got any? Mike tastes good. Uh yeah, I'm reading these. I, I don't like I don't I, I usually I usually don't like prop bets. Um because it's, it's so random, but you guys you guys have me in the prop bet mood. I'm taking Tom Brady longest pass over 37 and a half in uh in that game. He likes to throw the ball deep. He not he might not mm-hmm. be like the best at it consistently, although I think he's had a better year than some people give him credit for. Oh, he really has. Um, he throws the, he throws a nice deep ball. He doesn't do it often, but he like they'll go to it like three times a game, like just to try. They've been it. doing it more. Re- they've been doing more of late, and mm-hmm. that's been a big part mm-hmm. of like how their offense went from like you know kind of inconsistent but like pretty good to great. Right. It's because Rojo and Fournette kind of got going a little bit, and now mm-hmm. he can run. Yeah, that you got you got to you got to respect the uh, those two. Mm-hmm. 
So I like that one. It's minus 127. So even it's 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 not even like that great like value, but I still think it's a, I still think it's pretty easy. And then looking at this other game. Mm. Chad Henney, quarterback passing yards over. <laughs> over 22 and a half. Uh, whatever, if it's something it as be. low as that, I would totally take it. Probably. I'd probably do it too. Or anything else. That's I good. don't know here. Give me Devin Singletary. Ooh, give me. Mm, I don't think he's going to run the ball a lot. <sighs> this is tough, man. Give me Stefan Diggs' longest reception over 26 and a half. That I love Deep a lot. Mm, Deep that I like. It's only 26. That's really all they said it at. Mm-hmm. That's really surprising. They keep him short. They keep him and Cole Beasley real short. And they, they I think let... he'll, he'll break one off, though, whether it's like, go, a yeah. big route or like yards yeah. after catch. Yeah, yeah, double yeah, double moves, yards after catch, like mm-hmm. stuff like that. Play right into Stephon Diggs, man. Listen, uh, I, so give me sorry, both of those. You want, you want to talk about value in this second game. Josh Allen, his over in passing, uh, passing touchdowns is two and a half at mm-hmm. plus one forty eight. If if the Buffalo Bills win this game, it's because Josh Allen throws three to four touchdowns. I don't think it's necessarily he throws three or four. I think he accounts for three or four. Fair point. Oh, that's why I got that Josh Allen. Eight I think I do think he'll score a rushing touchdown. Yep. So that I love, but cool. Um, last, uh, I guess, last thing before. Do you guys have more prop bets? Because I just have one, 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 I'll, one thing. I gotta. I'll have I a million for the Super Bowl, but not oh, yeah. good for this well, week. That's next week's. That's next week's problem. Um. So Tom, uh, not Tom Brady, Philip Rivers retired this past, this like two days ago now, and he's been getting his flowers on Twitter, and I don't have a problem with it. Oh yes, the rant. But I think I, I think <laughs> I think Philip Rivers is. I don't I don't want to say he's overrated because I hate that word, but I think he's overloved, right? Um, I don't know if that's better or worse wording, but I'm gonna roll with it. If you look at if you look at Philip Rivers, right? He doesn't have first of all, he doesn't have a Super Bowl win, right? He's never been to a Super Bowl. And I don't think he's what what is what is his biggest game? What is the biggest game he's won? Do you I know? Tell you. Off the when top it, of your head, do you know? I mean, like I'm think I'm looking back at uh he didn't even win this game, but when he went to the down to the wire with the 60 and 0 Patriots Boom. on a torn ACL. Mm-hmm. That's right. the only thing you got. And there's some bad. Yeah, yeah. Yep. There's some really bad breaks yep. throughout his career mm-hmm. that are not his fault, right? But if he played better, they probably wouldn't be in situations to 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 have those spots. But he lost that game, right? And that's a, a, tremendous of him to go out there and and to show the grit Ball to like go out him. and play on a torn ACL and take Tom Brady that 19 and 0 Patriots or 18 whatever uh, Patriots team down to the wire like that is is phenomenal, but. I just don't. I just don't see it as it being like that impressive to me. I'm sure he was and like everything. Whenever he's mic'd up, dude, it's comedy. It's hilarious, and his press conferences are. Hilarious. He's a Hall of Famer from his chirps alone. Well, right. I saw a tweet. And that's the other. That's <laughs> get ahead, stick. I saw a tweet. It was from Mike Florio, um, over at uh, Pro Football Talk, basically mm-hmm. saying if like Philip Rivers Hall of Fame case right now is kind of iffy but he can solidify it because people will appreciate what he did on the field more because he mm-hmm. will knock it out of the park in the booth. First of all, I think that's ridiculous. I feel like you get in for being a broadcaster or as a player, like you don't just mix the two. I mean, you mm-hmm. can, I guess, but like 
Philip Rivers is not going to be an announcer. I feel like I can confidently say that. I've never had the conversation oh, with Philip Rivers. He's that guy's just played a long career. He's got how many freaking kids? That guy wants to go home and spend time with his family. He's not hopping right in the booth. So Florio's uh, reaching for, for my my next my next my next Philip Rivers slant. Um, it's his. I I just completely I lost my train of thought again. I'm sorry. He stinks. I'm having a stroke. I mean, like, oh, just, no. I, I have a real quick thought. Like, if there's there's a debate among football fans whether Eli's a Hall of Famer or not. If Eli, if that's a debate mm-hmm. for Eli, then it shouldn't be mm. for Rivers. And that's, that's what point. that's what yeah, th- that you reminded me there. I, mean, I, I don't think I don't think it's a debate for Eli. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Well, let me right. put my Maybe not, maybe not first ballot, but he's. I don't a Hall of Famer. You remind yeah you the, the bringing up Eli reminded me because my next point was that Philip Rivers is top ten in every statistical category like for quarterbacks right mm-hmm. so if you want to if you want to use that as like this dude's a hall of famer because he played like look at all these numbers he's top five in touchdowns he's top five in passing completions he's top five in yards or you know whatever whatever the number is he played every season sans two when drew Brees was the starting quarterback so like those are counting stats but the fact that he's played in a pass happy nfl and he's played constantly for 16 years, missing like one game here and there. But you can't say that and then be the best ability is availability. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so, so actually, um, so actually, Six sent me a video. This is it was about MV, NBA, but you can kind of apply it to the NFL as well. Mm-hmm. With the with the with the uh, more of a pass happy NFL. You can argue that a lot of these more modern quarterbacks that are so up there on the rankings, right. they, they call it stat inflation. Mm-hmm. How, like in, in the NBA terms, like you're getting like t- ten more possessions, yeah, yeah, more more threes, and also faster. just just there more f- faster pace. Mm-hmm. Just you're gonna you're gonna rack up yards and touchdowns with in this current NFL. Yeah, so and, and and it's 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 not a knock on him to be like yo he's top five and he's played every single season and he barely gets hurt like you should award that that should be hall of fame worthy that is hall of fame worthy if if you're you know building the if i'm building the book but eli manning and philip rivers are both hall of famers because the bar for the nfl hall of fame and this is really i want to get with that philip rivers is a great quarterback and a hall of fame worthy quarterback but the bar for that nfl isn't like that high these guys are all going to pass it. Like hell, Matt Ryan is is like top ten in a bunch of stats just because mm-hmm. he's played forever. And the quarterbacks of yesteryear are, it's a different NFL. They they wouldn't fly in today's in today's game. It's it's just completely different. So those guys are Hall of Famers to me, because he because the past NFL is has rewarded worse right and i don't think that's a knock on philip rivers because he's still a great qb so is eli manning so is matt ryan so we're like all those dudes at the top of the list i just think we can acknowledge that he is a hall of famer and probably a little bit overrated at least i think um and that's that's all i got philip rivers good quarterback i don't good good might be where i leave it at above average and consistent any final thoughts before we wrap it up (laughs) Final, final thoughts, or maybe even final, final, final thoughts at this point. Extra final. <laughs> if the Bills win this Sunday, I am trekking up to Buffalo. I want to experience that city. In that would Super be pretty Bowl. nuts. <laughs> I got nothing All, to say. You got nothing else to say? Surprising. Very surprising. 
Listen, I could find something. I'm sure he'll find something. <laughs> I could find something if you really want me to, but I'll Well, leave we it. have an off week next week, so we got to get creative anyway. So let's save some stuff for the, for that little episode. Because Super Bowl is what? Not till first week of February. So Second week yeah, of February. It's going to be two weeks from Sunday. God. Two weeks from Sunday? Yes. We have a Sunday without football, and then the next Sunday after that is the Super Bowl. Yes. yes. Okay. So we got a one-week yes. layoff. We have the Pro Bowl, but they're not doing the Pro Bowl. They're doing like a Madden tournament. Cool. I watch that. I wonder if there's yeah. betting lines. We might come at you with that. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, there's definitely gonna be betting lines. If not, probably... we will make them. And then I'm definitely gambling. <laughs> All right, I like that hands. idea. I like that. <laughs> idea. We could do like an Instagram or like a probably Instagram or Twitter poll. We'll do our own Madden. We'll do our own Madden tournament. I'll right. wax all you guys. We can oh, figure it out. I stink at Madden. Stink at ease. So do I. I'm so bad. <laughs> are you buying? Are you buying Madden for me? Because I don't buy it anymore. Because it's the same thing every year. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is update the rosters. Go ahead, Stick. I'm done. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So we're reaching a sad time in football. Kind of like we just finished talking about here. Um, lots of quarterbacks. Philip Rivers, Drew Brees on the horizon. Um, about to ride off into the sunset. We got other quarterbacks still alive, like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, like people coming to the end of their careers. It's going to be sad. It's going to be a new look offense. But what we're primarily here to talk about is the two games that we just covered. We have all the picks. Um, stick with us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Caps on Sports, www.capsonsports.com. Um, go ahead, get some merch. I don't know if anybody else has any around, but um, you can grab this What Are the Odds sweatshirt along with um, one that says, I think my bookie hates me um, and our logo. So we don't make any money on that. Just want you to wear the logo. But I mean, pretty much it for the championship round of this uh, NFL season. My name is Tyler Blumenstick, as always, joined by Sam Meehan, Anthony Mano, and Nick Tobias. We will either see you next week or for the Super Bowl. It depends. Follow the social, stay up to date, and we'll see you when we see you. Bye.